to almost fo- focused. Almost fo- uh, 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 uh. I was like, I'm not going to get it wrong. I, I'm doing the intro because I'm not going to mess up the name. Uh, uh, man, almost I'm, focused. You have this pre-written intro that's going to happen someday. <laughs> someday. Yeah, man. He's been practicing that in the mirror all week, and uh, that's <laughs> what we get. It went so well. I'm your uh, co-host, Matt. Oh, oh, we're co-hosts now? Yeah. Before we were just both hosts. I'm well, Nathaniel. That's, that's when Sean was here and was our master. That's true. We had Lord uh, Overlord Sean, I Overlord guess. Overlord Sean. Uh, overseeing all that we spoke of. Indeed. Just being our boss and also beating at least me up. He was violent. Oh, he was nice to me. Oh, yeah. He's a nice guy. So uh, this week's topic, I think we're going to focus on the Elder Scrolls because yeah. I think I've gained like 30 levels in three days. Yeah, I think Nathaniel's only been playing Elder Scrolls That's lately. actually not true. I have a fuckload of games to talk about because we haven't met for a couple of weeks. Right. We, we had a couple of podcasts slotted. Yeah, we, we had a little bit of a backlog yeah. so that we could take be lazy one week. Well, yeah, and I was super lazy. It took me like two and a half weeks to get the edits on the last one done because i was <laughs> just like I'll, I'll do it I'll it's do all right the, the listeners didn't actually need to know about that well you know we like to be uh, <laughs> uh transparent here yeah so uh i guess first though we talk about what we've been playing yeah what have you been up to well um you know skyrim i and yeah that's we'll, the that's the elephant in the room right now we'll get into that uh-huh you know that's that's always a great a great discussion topic um the uh you know I'll, I'll briefly touch on this but binding of isaac has become part of my <laughs> husband and wife nightly routine I, I love i love your relationship to isaac now it's like well my wife asks me to play it yeah there's there's this period when she is about to go to the gym and she wants to procrastinate for an hour and so she's like play your poopy game play and, your poopy game i'm and, just gonna hang out yeah and she'll get really mad at me if i get uh, lasers or bombs. Yeah. Well, both of those are pretty annoying. Yeah. You suck with the bombs. Even I've seen I'm, that. It's not. It's not pretty. And the lasers are not pleasant to listen to. In, in Destiny, I'm often blowing myself up just because I'm being careless <laughs> with the rocket launcher placement. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to do with a rocket launcher. It's one of those things you have to point it in the right direction, or it's really problematic. Well, I have one rocket launcher now that homes in on enemies, so I can aim it at them wait for a beep to happen and then shoot into the sky and then i don't have to <laughs> just fire and forget no, there's no there's no worries there oh, well that's good uh what else so destiny oh Isaac. i played a lot of rogue legacy i i got really into speed runs uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh-huh. was just watching speed runs all the time were you watching that uh n- the, the charity benefit thing yeah, that the, goes on uh, awesome games done quick yeah, ADGQ. yeah. uh but they have all the speed runs on on um youtube and you know, some of them are games that you played as a kid uh it's interesting you get you get like a half hour to hour recap of some game that you played a bunch when you're a kid well it's i think those are awesome um the one i've watched a couple of times now is the uh the the zelda one um oh yeah the, the zelda Ocarina of time one that the guy did that's just like oh speed yeah the speed it's run. like an hour long or a little bit less maybe just speed hack speed run yeah i think they've gotten it down to like 20 minutes yeah it's well this is like this is without there's some caveats to this i forget exactly what it is yeah there there's usually like the the any percent with glitches any percent without glitches the thing that's really cool about it though is the guy doing it is clearly like some guy who's been speed running that game for at least a few years if not like five or ten 
and he gives this really awesome historical walkthrough of like how they figured out to do this hack yeah i like that what was happening when this hack got discovered and you know then there was like a year of silence and then all of a sudden some random dude shut up and was like guys i figured out if you quadruple backflip while holding a bottle yeah you'll be able to teleport through this random wall into a cutscene from the end of the game and it's just like uh what were you doing <laughs> like what were you up to when that happened yeah you i know. know well that's that's i was uh i i like you like watching let's plays mm -hmm. to figure out if you like a game i like watching yeah. speed runs and when we did our castlevania po um episode i couldn't remember anything about castlevania 64 mm -hmm. and i certainly didn't want to play it so i <laughs> i watched i watched You're a guy like, do no. a I was just gonna do a speed run of it, which is not the same thing at all of playing the game. Like they skip huge chunks yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But you get an idea. You see the lion's share of the the content. Yeah. Um. The uh. The other. The, so I like watch Mario three. Um. Uh. Was one of my favorites. Is that that's the one? I mean, are you talking about that super hack that the guy did? That that's Mario. Well, he there is one for that. Uh, but this was a no glitch, no whistle speed run. Oh, cool! It's it's pretty cool to see the skill that those guys have. So, so this was a you have to play through every level. Well, yeah, you don't play through every level, but you don't you don't skip worlds. You, so you don't play yeah, every you world. Do, you do the you, you play the game through the way they intended you to, basically. Well, more or less. But there's a lot of skill involved. Like, oh, sure, like sure. There's there's all this technical stuff with keeping your sprint meter up. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but and because timings on stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but because of this, the speed run I watched, um, or all the speed running, I watched one on Rogue Legacy, which was fascinating to me because it's procedurally generated. Um, but there's speed runs of it that take, and the record is like 14 minutes. What? Yeah, but it's it's supremely high skill. Yeah, you, yeah. Your first run through, you're trying to find the first boss room. Mm -hmm. You and get enough gold to unlock the ninja character. Okay. And then you hope that a ninja character is one of your choices because <laughs> they have high DPS. Yeah. And then you just blow through all of the bosses. In one run. In one or two runs. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. It's it's insane. And uh -huh. um, it made me like, oh, I'm going to get back to the Rogue bust, Legacy. I'm going to bust out some Rogue Legacy and, here. And I had beaten the game some on New Game Plus. And I'm like, this game is still really hard. Yeah. <laughs> is that, yeah. Like, I didn't play a ton of it, but I remember it being pretty tough. So yeah. that if 14 minutes, like, I could, I would probably go through several runs in 14 minutes, and none of them would get anywhere near a boss. That's, you know? that's basically, I was playing it for like a couple hours. and. Oh, I still haven't found the boss room yet. Yeah, this is no, not going well. No boss. Oh, uh, 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 okay. Um. So what else have you been playing? Card that's games. A good question. No, you know, I think, and I texted you this earlier. I've come to the decision that. Oh I, yeah, I, I don't believe like, it was fuck digital card games or something, or I, digital card games are shit. Was that what it was? I think I said they were bullshit. Bullshit. I was, I was drunk, so I may have been exaggerating, <laughs> but. You got a um, little enthusiastic with well, your. I, I really like card games, and the I played through that card game Humble Bundle, and mm -hmm. it just felt empty. Yeah, I mean, but to be fair, the Humble Bundle, like, not to shit on the, the bundles, because there's often some great stuff in them, but it, I'm not sure that's a great way to say, like, oh, all digital card games are no good because the Humble Bundle card games weren't... Well, well you, a couple you know of things. What I mean? It is one... 
you know, like I made digital card games, so it's not like I'm a noob at digital listen, card games. Listen, bro, you don't know anything about card <laughs> games when compared to me. All right, you know how many card games I've played in the last year? Uh, I I have no idea. Uh, I I'm gonna go with zero. <laughs> um, well, so I played these digital card games, and they just feel there's something missing, and I realized what it is is that I like hanging out with people and playing card yeah. games well it's like board games you know it's like straight video game ports of board games tend to not be terribly good because a huge part of what makes a traditional board game interesting is sitting around shit talking with your friends except for the ones that are like on the ipad that you can just play live with your friends that's really fun yeah if you can like play them over LAN or whatever and there's some stuff with uh with like playstation now they've got various party games and stuff too i guess yeah so. Um, but you, you distracted me from what my, oh, I've been playing a lot of destiny. I mentioned my, my, uh, clan group. Yeah. Your, your raiding cartel. Yeah. That's, that's gotten, become, it's become, uh, no, they, they cracked the whip oh, and yeah, now, yeah. now recruitment is very, um, do they have like a form, uh, application form you have to fill out? Cause when I play MMOs, that shit always comes up. He's like, why am I applying for a job it's for not this a video big, game? It's, it's not a big clan. It's only like 20 Here are my references. People. I raided briefly in this game. You do need references, though. It's oh, yeah. like, oh, who recruited you? Uh-huh. Oh, Bionic? Yeah, he's have you done? Good guys have in. you done a private interview with that person where we ask about what where you are in life to see if you fit the character of the guild? What's your current raid gear situation? Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, how do you feel about being here Monday through Saturday? <laughs> uh 7 p.m to 2 a.m but so i've been playing more because i'll just jump on facebook and i'll see someone post anyone down for a raid in 10 minutes and i'm i'm like i'm trying to figure out what to play i'm like i'm down for a raid in 10 minutes throw one down sure you know and i'm getting some fun weapons and that makes it for the times i go do the raids with those guys pretty fun <laughs> yeah yeah you tell me that you show up and they're like on the last room and needing one more man so you end up popping in a lot well they do that for a lot of people yeah so you know well it's a good way to make sure you have people with gear to to run stuff with i mean today you know? we did today before i came over here the reason why i was late was i was we were running a raid and we didn't do the whole raid we just did all the parts up to the last boss. Ah, okay. Um, so I got some sweet. You got some sweet, sweet loot drops. S- sweet loots, man. Yeah, I mean, other than that, though, that's been we, your whole gamut. We haven't. We we're gonna talk about Skyrim in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of games to mention if yeah, we're going through the got, uh, what have I played list. So go ahead. Let's, All right, let's I'm just gonna I'm gonna fucking machine gun this shit out. So I'm I, gonna try to intercept any I think are interesting. I bought the uh, I think it was the Square Enix bundle or something on Steam. So he's been so, playing all forty of those games. Yeah, so I got like Tomb Raider, Hitman, Absolution, um, Fall. No, uh, damn it! What was the other stuff? Thief. Those games um, are Square Enix. Just Cause. I think they published them. They also, that's like naughty dog and edius yeah but it was i think it was like a square something or other it was i think they might have published it i don't know maybe yeah. maybe it was the edos bundle maybe that's what it was i don't know i bought some i bought some bundle all right shut, shut up all right so just cause uh two um and then i also played the shit out of xenonauts which i picked up which one's xenonauts it's like a 
it was a kickstarted. Um, it's not Psychonauts. No, spiritual successor to XCOM. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so it's like a much truer to the original reboot than the Fraxis version, which I also really enjoyed. Um, but it, you know, the Fraxis version was like a, a interpretation of XCOM, whereas this is like here's the original game with all of the changes that people wanted to make it easier to play. Like, right. You know, better Quality inventory memory. Yeah, better inventory management, more, you know, effective cover mechanics. That's the game you really confused me with uh, because you name all your characters after yeah. our coworkers. <laughs> yeah. And so we were walking somewhere and, and Nathaniel was like, oh, and then John kicked down the door and got shot by a ton of aliens. I'm like, what the hell are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, I like you and a couple other guys are on like your 10th missions, 15 kills. I've died three times. Right. Like I'm on my fourth incarnation. It's just it's the nature of the beast, you know? Yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? I have played a horrendous amount of Skyrim lately. I also played Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon. I also played uh, some undersea game. I forget what it was called. Um, I was not terribly impressed by that one. Little Mermaid. No. Oh man, I could look it up if I'm if I'm smart here. I um I generally am not a fan of water based games. Well, it was interesting. It's like you're this little ship, and it's got some minor FTL elements. I mm. I, I wish I could remember the name, but. It doesn't matter a whole lot. I wasn't in love with it. Um, so I've been playing a lot of stuff. A lot of games. Yeah. And then Skyrim. How is uh, how is Darkest Dungeon? I, I I really like it. I'm waiting for a little while for it to come. I think it's still in early access, so I'm, I'm letting that sit for a bit. But it was really, really good. Um, I'm not a big fan of buying early access stuff, but I watched some Let's Plays. And saw something I thought was like, oh, this, I'm going to like this. So I picked it up, and it was definitely worth the cost of admission. Um, nice, nice. Sounded a little bit like an elephant there. Yeah. Snorting out water on your back. I really should not pet the cats as much as possible right before the cast. And during, you're sitting there just like, ah, There's a cat Mr. here. What, am I, what the Mr. hell am I supposed Mr. to Bigglesworth. do? Um, so, yeah, I guess. I guess unless you have game, uh, questions about any of those, we can just start digging into this Elder Scrolls. I, I don't think I do. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, a game we both played that we haven't talked about is that Greek game that I didn't like. Apotheon. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like it. I, I'm I'm not a not in love with it, but I enjoyed it. I have a I have a huge issue with PS4 games. Um, oh, I guess I did play Dragon Age some. Um, but Dragon Age has the same issue where all the font is super tiny. Yeah, I played um a little bit more Dragon Age. Had the same problem. I, I played for like two hours, and after two hours, I was just like, "Ugh, this is such a slog. I'm gonna go do something else." Yeah, Apotheon, it was cool. The art is so cool. Yeah, it's really pretty. And I remember I saw some preview of it like last year, and I was thinking, "Wow, the art in this is really cool." Yeah, I, for me, I got it for free on PlayStation. Yeah. That experience for free, I am not going to shit on. You know, like... Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I, if I had spent $10 on it, I probably would have been like, this wasn't a great game. But I for probably would have played it more. For free, it was really pretty. I enjoyed the, um, the, the Greek documents and Greek myths and stuff. You know, I, I thought that was all 
really well done. The combat was a little weird, but it, it I've seen a lot of people say it was like horribly janky and uh, you know, I, I got the impression with the combat that it would work a lot better with a mouse. Yeah, so that's I've I've seen, but honestly, even with the controller, you could make it work all right. It was a little repetitive, I think, is the the biggest issue with the combat is it was just kind of bland. Mm. Um, but you know, overall, I mean, I didn't beat it, but I got a couple hours out of it, mm-hmm. and you know, for free or even two or three bucks, yeah, I'd say that's a solid buy. I think. Yeah. You know. I, I don't know what it was costing full price on Steam. The, I would imagine 10 or 15 and I don't think I would buy it at that price. Yeah, for so, sure. I, you know, you weren't a fan. I was neutral towards it. Yeah. You know, I think it... I definitely know that some people who... The art aesthetic is, is the biggest part of the game. So. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people, actually, who didn't like the art style. Uh, particularly yeah. the color palette. They thought the color palette was kind of... I don't know, drab. Well, yeah, it's based on like ancient pottery, so it would be like <laughs> yeah, lots of blacks and browns and gold and, and yeah, and, and faded colors. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, so to the Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls. All right. Well, I, I guess we should start with uh, where we started this in is, the Elder. This Scrolls. is that game by Mo- Mojang, right? Yes, uh, the, Elder Scrolls Minecraft. The yeah, the card game. <laughs> Uh, oh no! You're thinking of Hand of Fate. No, I'm thinking of Scrolls. Oh the, yes. The, have you, did you hear about that? Um, the the guy, the, the Minecraft guy, Notch, was making a card game. He wanted to call it Scrolls, and some lawyers at Bethesda s- tried to sue them for it. No, I didn't hear about this. And Notch was like, "Why don't we sell? Why don't we settle this like gamers and have a um, death match? <laughs> a uh, what's that game? Unreal Championship." Uh-huh. Deathmatch to decide what the outcome is. And so they won and they got to keep the name Scrolls. <laughs> uh, that's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. Is, is that apocryphal or is that the truth? Um, I'm probably, sh- I'm sure I missed some of the details of that, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I remember parts of that going down. <laughs> they they won, they got to use the name and pay licensing fees. <laughs> Ta da! I mean, I mean, he. From his giant pool of money in yeah, his forty he, million dollar that house, that he is swimming in right he's probably now. Probably okay. Yeah, that's true. He's probably just fine. They just sold the company for two billion or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. So uh, yeah. So where did you come into the Elder Scrolls? Let's start there. Um, I stumbled upon Oblivion as a rental on Xbox. That's a weird way to come into uh, yeah the Elder Scrolls. And I, I you're I just know... like oops. Well, and it's not a great rental game. No. Because you're playing it and you're just like, what the hell is this game? <laughs> like, I just spent an hour and a half on character creation. Now I'm, lo- I'm picking flowers. And all and... I can do is jump now. <laughs> Jumping and sprinting. Like, all the enemies can kill me, but I can run away and jump on top of shit really and, well. And man, look at this mollusk I just found. Um, so lovely under here in the uh, the ocean depths. So I actually, so I have vague memories of that, but I didn't play it much. Yeah. Um. And then a couple of years ago, um, probably a year or less before Skyrim came out, Oblivion was on sale, so I picked it up. Uh-huh. And just really, really, it was right when I built my gaming PC. Yeah. Um, so, you know, playing with the highest powered stuff. Oh, man. Loaded up Oblivion. Yeah. But it's just, I was just blown away. I mean, we, we talk a lot about barriers to immersion, and it was just like, I 
booted up and I'm running through fields picking flowers. Like yeah. there's no yeah. there's no like janking with stuff to try to get things working. It was just like okay. Yeah. And now I'm picking flowers, now I'm picking and now flowers, I'm fighting, and, I'm and now I'm making potions. So and... that that's kind of how I started out yeah. into I, I loved Oblivion. Uh, I started with Morrowind. I played it on the Xbox when I was... God, I must have been like 13, something like that, wow. 12. Yeah. And uh, I remember there's a scene in Morrowind where like... You, right after you start the game where you come and this wizard falls out of the sky mm-hmm. and he dies and you read his journal and he's like i've been working on this this spell that'll let me cover vast distances very quickly and it's <laughs> it's perfect and oh, it works so effectively i'm going to use it and everyone thought i was mad and blah 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 and you know as like a 13 year old you walk and you just hear ah! <laughs> thump right and uh, he's got, like, some scrolls on him for the spell. And uh, it was the first game I'd ever played. I was like, huh, let's try this scroll, right? I say, or I didn't save at the time, I think. Used it and was just, you go launching up into space. And it was the first game I'd ever played where I had that experience of being like, holy shit, there's a whole world, you know? <laughs> right. Because they had, Morrowind in particular, I think, they had, like, flying spells. They had a lot... They made much more um, dynamic use of the dimensionality mm. of the world um, and let the players have some really interesting interactions with it. So, and then played Oblivion a ton, and then Skyrim, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, what? Where were you when Skyrim came out? Oh, you, you got you didn't get Skyrim until fairly recently. No, no, no. I've, I've been playing skyrim on and off for a long time okay um so i played it on xbox 360 originally Mm -hmm. and then ended up with it on pc i don't know bought it in a steam sale like a year ago my standard story about skyrim uh skyrim came out during finals or something and my wife had finals she was in grad school and so i the week that skyrim came out i worked one more hour than i played skyrim And I worked sixty hours that week. Wow, it was it was an intense week. That sounds rolling out of bed, going to work, coming home, playing Skyrim playing until Skyrim you passed until out. Until I passed out. Yeah. And she, what was your wife just studying? She was like, "Don't, don't fucking talk to me. Just leave me alone. I've, I've got papers. I've got things to do. Like, I love you, but go play your game." <laughs> that's that's pretty ridiculous that's i mean the timing of it couldn't have been better. yeah no it worked out yeah i i had a pre-order in on it because i was super psyched i mean again i played i loved morrowind and oblivion so i was super ready for skyrim to come out um and i think i took a day off work and just basically came home at midnight after buying it and just did like it's 7 a.m fell asleep sleep five hours wake up i played Skyrim today. How long? Uh, what time is it? It's seven a.m. I guess for twenty-four hours straight. Uh, don't tell anyone, you know. So I, I was a big Skyrim guy. It's um, I mean, it's immersive. It's as immersive as it gets. Yeah, it's one of those games where it's like you play for eighty hours and then you start complaining about it, and then you play another eighty hours and you're still complaining about it, but then you're like three hundred hours in all of a sudden and well, still complaining about it. You're like, oh, there's, there's... it's got these little problems, but right. I mean, we were—I was bitching to you about the magic. I'm like, oh, it's so hard to start out as a mage because yeah. they don't do a lot of damage, and, and then like, I rolled a mage last night or yesterday, and 
like got to level ten with him. Yeah, and it was just like we <laughs> burn. <laughs> yeah, actually, it, I went non completely non destruction mage. Oh, what'd you do? I I'm doing a uh, a Khajiit. Uh-huh. I, I did some mods, so I'm I'm doing mods a lot now. Yeah. Um, well, it's the whole reason to play the Elder Scrolls because I think the vanilla game is honestly like it's really good, but it has some serious issues that uh, the mods really shore up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even little, even little pithy mods like this one just makes the water textures better. Yeah. It just it really makes the game look so much better when you walk past and you're like. That water is fucking sweet. Look at that water. What's up? What's up, water? What's up, water? How you doing? <laughs> Where you going? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Tsst. What's up, water? <laughs> um, it's really rude to cat call liquids like that, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys. It's not appropriate. Um. What What was I talking about? My you're modding. You're Khajiit. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a conjurer. Is that what you're doing? I'm doing um conjuration. So mm-hmm. raise zombie. Yeah. And um. Uh, calm so my it's just <laughs> i like, made this character like the undead it's okay it's okay don't I, worry about the, the zombie well, eating you. so calm doesn't work on zombies so once i got to that part i had to figure out another spell to kind of main uh-huh. um but so the way that i make elder scrolls characters i don't know about you um but i need to have some kind of role play because there's so much stuff to do that if i don't have any kind of direction <laughs> that i just uh I don't know. I just get spread too thin and don't end up experiencing, you know, fun parts of the game. So this character I decided is a giant asshole. Oh, yeah, the biggest dick you can make. Yeah, he's just a cat. He hires people to, like, tank <laughs> damage for him. No, 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 stop. He's just a cat. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> That's full stop. So the his, his primary method of fighting bandits is he hits them with a calm spell, uh-huh. walks up to them, and just sucker punches them. <laughs> Usually one hit killing them. Oh, really? Because <laughs> they're just standing there. Yeah. And he just charges up this giant punch. And I have some mod that adds bonus damage to Khajiit punches because uh, they pause. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's just like, bam. Bam, and suck it. Every time I do it, I'm just like, God, what an asshole. What a dick this cat is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, be still, summon zombie, sucker punch. Very nice, very yeah, nice. I sucker punch them, and then I turn them into a zombie to yeah, fight for me. yeah. I went pretty much like your stereotypical sword shield with a, you get a house carl or whatever when you yeah, do, do some like missions. the first part of the, the dragon quest named Lydia. So she and I are just decked out in like the heaviest armor I can get just running around beating shit to death. Yeah. Um, very, very fun way to run the game. I've done wizards in the past and stuff too, but I really like that one. I, what are your favorite mods actually for Skyrim? Um... I, I haven't explored them that much. Um, th- these class mods I like a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like the class powers are just like whatever. They're pretty bland. I have to say, like that's one place I think they they missed a lot of opportunities. Particularly, uh, they took out acrobatics in Skyrim, which yeah. I don't know if you remember, but acrobatics was really really cool in Oblivion um, because again it made use of the dimensionality. Yeah, really really well. So like if you practice that acrobatics, you could use it when you were thieving. To sneak around people by like jumping up onto ledges in rooms yeah. and then creeping around the ledge outside of their line. Right, right. It was it was really interesting some of the stuff that was made possible by that. And the skill system is a place I think they they were like, let's dumb this down a bit, you know, like 
make it so it's more accessible, and I think it lost a little bit of the personality. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, but but like you were saying earlier, I mean, Vanilla Skyrim is a completely different game than modded Skyrim. Well, I mean, I guess by definition, but yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, so the the ones. The ones I've been messing with are these class mods, and they add a lot of flavor to all the classes. Like, orcs get a uh, a berserk power that they can use as much as they want. It's yeah. like a 30-second cooldown or something. Oh, so just it sort of changes up some of the, the racial abilities, too. Yeah, so the Khajiit gets night vision that they can use whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, just toggle on and off. Yeah, they get a once-a-day power where they can they get invisible for a minute. Oh, that's cool. Um they jump really high, so it's actually pretty fun. Like, I can yeah. jump on top of, of stuff whenever. Um, they always have sneak, <laughs> and they have bonus damage to claw attacks. They, they always have sneak? I don't understand what that means. They're, you know when you cast a spell that lets you have soft soft shoes? Uh-huh. That's, they always have that on. Ah, okay, okay. Because they're see. cats. They're I kitty see. cats. I, my character does no sneaking. That's. I think I tried for a little bit, but he's just wearing all heavy armor, and... I'm just not patient enough. I, I need the sneaking. Oh, after talking to you, I need I need the mods for uh, no armor and punching. Yeah, yeah. There's um, some good ones there. I I'm running like 130 mods at this point. I had one crash and that was a. Bitch I crash. To out. I crash once an this hour. This was on load. Yeah. It was just a bitch to figure out which one it was. Oh, I mean, I I have so many at this point. I just restart, you know, save all the time. Yeah, I mean, the game wasn't starting. It was really frustrating. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're supposed to use, there's this thing called boss. Um, Oh, look then. Yeah, it's like something, I forget what it is, but it sorts your mods so that they're in the right load order. And Mm. it'll also tell you if they're out of date. It'll tell you if they have deleted any nav meshes, which I think causes issues if they've mm, done that. Yeah. Um, so that's I'm a nodding really like, yeah, tool. nav meshes. Yes, I know what those are. Can't delete that. <laughs> it's something to do with something. I don't know. It's a thing. Um, yeah, there's some really good ones. There's a lot of good like uh, real realism, but more like immersion mods. Like I've got one that's really good. That is uh, umbrellas and uh, umbrellas. Yeah, like people so, have umbrellas. So it's when raining. it's raining, they'll pull out these like these black umbrellas and stuff. It's just, do they make it really easy to mod? Is that just? Oh yeah, but Sky- uh, the Elder Scrolls at least since uh, Oblivion have had fantastic modding. Uh, well, I know tools. Morrowind does too. I mean, yeah. I, I was looking at Morrowind mods the other day, and they're at like past Skyrim graphics. Well, they have they have ports of Morrowind into Skyrim. I don't well, think the, the, the Morrowind engine, I don't think, can support m- that much better graphics oh, Maybe directly. it was Oblivion that had the graphics. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oblivion has some crazy stuff. There, there's like FCOM and OOO and <laughs> MMM, something's Monster Mod and Oscuro's Oblivion Overhaul. And yeah. It, dude, the, the Oblivion modding scene, I think, was a like a very special thing. We should um, uh, we should post some of these resources when we when we post this cast. Yeah, yeah mostly because I, I don't know where to get. I can send I can send you some links, bro. Well, I, I, so with the modding though, uh, before this, I was using the Nexus Mod Manager. Yeah, which was it, I mean that was the one stop shop. Well, and it still is. There's a lot of stuff that's more up to date or uh, that you just can't get on the workshop. Right, that's but on the Nexus. Steam Workshop. Like is... all the hardcore porn mods are on <laughs> uh, are on the Nexus, but they're not on Steam. That's weird. Why aren't they on Steam? I don't know, but uh, I have to confess, I tried one of them once. 
It's hysterical and really weird. It's hysterical and weird. That's a good <laughs> yeah. It's a good it's, summary of them. It's like the the particularly the animation glitches where something's going into someone's like side of their head or they're like hips are overlapping so that their pelvises are just like it's really it's hysterical it's such a mess that just reminds me of second life like second life also has a (laughs) big has some uh some adult oriented animations i i played second life for a little bit did you just to see what it was about Uh uh-huh and um wandered into like they have these these stores in game where you buy mods and stuff so there's not so much mods as much as scripts so there's a big scripting community and uh-huh. uh, and they sell those scripts to, to people and and it takes in-game resources or something, whatever but you can go into like these these animation malls in the game and they're really creepy and weird <laughs> i mean it's just like try out this animation and it's a guy like waving his hand up in the air while thrusting his hips around and it's like <laughs> That one's two dollars, real money, <laughs> real, real, real cash right there. That's actually kind of amazing. I it is do, kind. Of, it's also kind of amazing. Yeah. Do people still use play Second Life? I mean, I thought that was supposed to be like sort of attached to reality somehow, but like people were opening political offices in it at one point. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Second Life is as close to the metaverse as we're gonna get for a while. Yeah. I, I never actually looked at it. I it always sounded kind of stupid. I didn't know to me. what the hell to do with it. Yeah, you were like, uh, so is the, it, there's no guidance. It's just like here you go, here you go. See it. So, so what you're telling me is that it's an excuse for you to have a digital self that goes to digital malls but spends real currency. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's, exactly that's right. the impression you got. Okay, I, I, I will uh, continue to avoid. But speaking of that, we um, Kate and I like to watch what what not to wear. Uh-huh. There's an episode where one of the girls is a huge gamer and has been playing and plays Second Life, and so they make characters of the hosts oh, in Second yes, Life. Yes, yes, I saw this. And then actually. like I then like that. surprise her in the game. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to. To be like, okay, we have to turn this off. Yeah, this is so I couldn't bad. tell. So I watched that. I couldn't tell if those were actual Second Life or pre-rendered post-production. Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 they had the feeling of post-prod. They didn't feel like something I, you would see in a game. Yeah, but maybe they paid Second Life to have some animations done that were like that. I mean, that would have been hilarious. But yeah, uh, you're talking about gaming as it is in TV, and you know, considering we're almost focused, this is making me think of uh, the D and D community episode that oh, yeah. we watched the other day, which was solid, freaking awesome, um, very very funny. It's it's great because it is an authentic take on a Dungeons and Dragons game. It's it's hysterical while still be entertaining. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's a they they took their low budget episode. And made it just a and d campaign. Yeah. There's no visuals of what's going on. There's a, a few brief, like... There's, like, some camera work that makes you think there's some visuals. Well, that's what I'm getting at. There's, like, a couple of moments where it's, like, them in their normal clothes in a hallway that's done in such a way that you get this, like, oh, it's their cutscene, quote-unquote. Right. But uh, it's just them being retarded. I don't know. I, I loved that. It was good. Yeah. Which brings us full stop back to Skyrim, I think, in immersion. And, sure. you know, one of the things I think is really interesting is that 
I think the most immersive of the the three that I've played anyway was probably Morrowind, with Oblivion being the least immersive, and then Skyrim being uh, back up there again. Really? Yeah, I did. I didn't. You know, I loved Oblivion, and I played a ton of it, but Skyrim or uh, uh, Morrowind was so unique. Mm-hmm. Like it was this alien landscape, and the storytelling in it was so so it was like a classical rpg still in its Mm -hmm. storytelling um and so i found it really engaging oblivion i think was a really interesting choice of location Mm, and and i think the graphical power they had available to them and the type of thing they wanted to accomplish didn't go together great i got you so i i kind of think um it just never quite like I still love the game, but it just never quite felt as immersive as mm-hmm. Morrowind did. And then Skyrim is, you know, you just disappear into. Yeah, that's interesting that you said that because I definitely think out of the three, um, Skyrim has the worst characterization. Yeah, I would agree completely. I'd say there are some bright spots, but overall, Skyrim is an incredibly bland game. I can't remember any of the characters yeah. unless they were like so absurd. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the like only stacking cheese on the Jarl. <laughs> you know, the only the only characters that are really memorable in Skyrim are the ones that are just complete ridiculous characters. There's nobody that stands out as being like, oh, he was really cool or complicated or, you know, everybody's a pretty one trick pony for the most part. Um, um, just as an aside, I was just thinking later when I get home, I'm going to have to shoot a fury blast at a Jarl and just watch how that goes. Is that like a euphemism for... No, no, no. Fury you know, is the spell that makes... makes I'm going him... to have to shoot a fury blast all over the Jarl later, guys. <laughs> when I get home, I'm fury blasting all over that Jarl. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. I was just thinking like... I, no, that was an important, the main, that was an the important thing The main characters can't up. die. And so he'll just kill everyone until the spell runs out. Uh, I see. I see. And then it'd be, you know, have to sit there and cry with the blood all over his hand. We'll just go back and sit in his chair. I like your internal monologue here. I'm going to take the leader of these people and twist him so that he murders them all, cackle the whole time. And hey, then... I'm playing a cat character. I'm just being a cat. <laughs> I'm just being. This... I'm just role playing as a cat. I'm just being a cat, bro. Just <laughs> so being a cat. Rolls. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking about the characterization and the storytelling, though, one of the reasons I think. You know, I always return to Morrowind as being, in a lot of ways, I think the best of the series is that characterization element. Um, Yeah. You know, I still remember the very first sort of, like, NPC that you're explicitly told to get to. And Morrowind's really cool. It's not really, you know, the the way you come in is you're like a prisoner, as always, in the the Elder Scrolls. And you come into customs to this island that you've been shipped to. With the the only thing you know is that you're supposed to go find some dude in in the town a ways away, mm-hmm. and there's no fast travel, and there's no fast travel. Involved. No, no, there was no fast travel. I think you might have been able to unlock it or something at some point, but like you had to run to this town, or if you could figure out how to get the cash, you could hire a a, a transport. But it was expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So you probably ended up doing the run, and it was this brutal and really tough journey because you you know you're level one you have no gear you like might go through a couple of the random dungeons but they're really hard 
And you right. finally get to this town and find this dude, and he's like a skooma addict. Fucking <laughs> like he's he's wearing like underpants when you find him, passed out, and he's just like. <laughs> Uh, oh shit yeah here blah 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 and it turns out he's like some elder spy for the secret government you know police and he sends you on these like intel gathering missions and the whole plot is just like it feels like a very natural progression from random unknown mm -hmm. to superpower right and i think one of the problems with skyrim in particular is it's like the game starts oh hi hero of everything Hey, here's all your powers here. Now go forth and conquer hero of everything. Right. And yeah. it's it's like the the power scale is so abrupt that you don't develop that kind of narrative progression. Right, right. No, I I I get exactly what you're saying. Um but on the other hand with Skyrim, you know, it the, the characterization is weaker. Uh and I haven't played as much as Morrowind and maybe yeah. it has this, but there are some really great and memorable missions in Skyrim, like standalone missions. Yeah, and and what I will say to Skyrim's benefit is I think the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay in Skyrim is much better. Mm -hmm. um, Morrowind is a clunky experience, particularly nowadays. Yeah. Um, but even at the time, it definitely had some issues with pacing sure. because of the way conversations went and just the inventory system and stuff. It was a little clunky. Um, and so I think Skyrim leverages that well in its best missions. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just did the DLC, the worm's tongue or whatever it is, worm, worm something or other. Mm -hmm. And the way they stretched it out. So you were sort of continuously progressing through stuff. Um, but you were always, you know, finding new locations, but sort of getting to do a little bit of backtracking, but it was really natural. Like it was right. just a, an excellent, like it leveraged the strengths of the Skyrim gameplay experience to make a pretty engaging quest. Uh, have you done any of the Thieves Guild or um, oh, yeah. Murder yeah, Guild yeah. quests? Murder Guild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Um, the I, they're, they're the Murder Guild. Murder Guild. Uh, well, I don't know. In Skyrim, they're the inept dickbag guild. They're, they're useless. Everybody's useless in Skyrim, though. That's one they're... of the problems, is you're the only competent person on the whole planet, apparently, in that game. I really like the um, Daedric Items quests as well. Yeah, those are really good. Um, there's some. There's one, apparently, where it's like one of the Daedric quests in that is is you do a drinking game. And you wake up after blacking out, and you have yeah, to yeah. piece together. Yeah, yeah, it's like together. a hangover yeah, kind of style. Yeah, you have to piece together what you were doing, and it turns out it's a Daedric prince fucking well, with you. One of the things I liked about Skyrim is when it came out, everyone I worked with was also playing it, and so it would just be this water cooler thing, uh, where we'd stand around and just be like, "Oh, did you do that hangover oh, quest? Did you do this one? Oh, did you do the haunted house one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I fought this dragon. Like it's uh -huh. just Skyrim stories all day. Yeah." Yeah, it's at its best, and that's the thing, I think. When when you do find those, like, at its best quests, Skyrim shines, I think, better than Morrowind. The problem is its characterization overall is so it's bland. It's very weak. It's, it's um, very weak. You know, the main quest in particular is, you know, and this is an issue I think Oblivion had as well, although Oblivion, I think the Oblivion planes were a much better gameplay mechanism than the dragons themselves really are. Like, the dragons mm -hmm. are cool, but the Oblivion Plains were this totally separate environment that you got to go to. And that's one of the biggest issues I have with Skyrim is 
there's variation, but it's all this sort of bleak northern wilderness. Yeah. And you can go into the swampy parts and whatever, but it still has that same quality. Whereas, you know, Morrowind had the tropical desert or the tropical jungles. It had the volcano. You know, it had these really disparate environments. Um, And, you know, Oblivion, I think, again, a little blander, but with that Oblivion plane construct, it had this really diverse, you know, sort of world for you to be in. Um, So, yeah. uh, Oh, I guess... (laughs) Sorry, we were going to talk about uh, Elder Scrolls Online, but we ran out no. of time. Man, I, I played a little bit during beta and hated it. I, I don't know anyone who liked it. Yeah, I, I it doesn't feel like an Elder Scrolls game. At least the bit I played, I was like, this this is an MMO. and It's that's brown not... and has green, red, and blue bars. Yeah, yeah. And some of the, like, the combat mechanics are like the Elder Scrolls, so, sort of, kind, not really... But yeah, sorta, but not really. Right. You know, like I don't know. It's like it was done up to look like an Elder Scrolls game, but play like an MMO, and it didn't make the trans. It, I don't know. It didn't work well. Um, you know, you never got that sense of like I'm doing my own path through the vast wilderness. Well, you and, can't. I mean, that's that's yeah. the reason Skyrim works so well. Is like you said, you're the great hero and go forth and be the great hero. Well. Yeah. It's contrasted heavily by everyone else really sucking. Yeah. You know, and so you like, you're the only competent, powerful person. Nobody else can be hired to do anything. You know, and it, it's your world. Like, you go and you drag and shout inside of the cheese shop and what? make the wine fly everywhere. Like, yeah. what next time you walk in there, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody's put the cheese back. <laughs> right. Well, so it's like, um, there was this moment in Skyrim that I thought was very funny. I'm doing this big quest, and it's this huge dragon hunt, and we've chased it all this way. And then they go like, all right, we're going to, we need to go immediately. It's this huge rush. But if you need to take some time and explore, we'll wait for you. And so you can just wander off for six months, <laughs> right. you know? And like, <laughs> exactly. No, no, you'll come back. They'll all be standing in the exact same spots, yes. looking around like, do, do, do. And what's even better is the thing they're hunting won't have done anything either. Right, right. And it's exactly. just like, it's like, that's where the whole it's a living world thing starts to really come apart a little bit. Is you, you know, you're like, well, I'm, yeah, what are you, in stasis? Like, what's going on with these guys? So, yeah. All right, um, well, let's uh, let's go to the last part of our... Yeah, okay, so so conclusion real quick on the Elder Scrolls. Oh, yeah. I think it's the best game series of all time, personally. It's it's solid. I think know, in I terms of, like, maintaining quality. I'm, I'm going to have to think about that for a minute. Yeah. I'm, you say maintaining quality. One of the things Elder Scrolls is known for are their egregious bugs. Okay, so yes. <laughs> there's... They're also known for being some of the largest and most immersive gaming experiences sure. ever created. But, but GTA Five has a large immersive gaming experience without all of the bugs. Yeah, I I would argue though it's not like, as open ended in terms of choices you can or like. All activities. I'm saying is I all I said and I this is the position I want to stand by. I don't want to get distracted in these <laughs> other arguments. All right, <laughs> my position is that the Elder Scrolls, as particularly the last three, I, I can't speak to Daggerfall and some of the others, but these three as a trilogy, I think are uh, th- some of the best. You know, I think okay, you could throw maybe Mass Effect if you wanted to at that, or you yeah, know, I, GTA gonna... can be in there too. I'm fine with that, but I think these are, you know, in terms of just like. 
They're did they solid. create a a truly master level, like unique world? And absolutely, I, I mean, I'm sitting here trying to argue with you, but I mean, it's hard to think of stuff that stands at that tier. It's exactly what you said earlier. Like you'll bitch about Skyrim, and then you'll go and spend literally all day playing it. This is like the sixth time I've lost a week into Skyrim, <laughs> you know, and it's not the only Elder Scrolls game that, that that's happened with all three of them. So, yeah, so I think that stands on its own. So um, um, other than Skyrim, what are you going to be playing next week? <sighs> only Skyrim? Well, I don't know. I may have, I may have successfully burnt myself out. So we'll see. I want to play uh, Tomb Raider because I actually really liked the new one, but I didn't get very far in it before. Mm. Um, and since I have it now, I'd like to play that. I also um, have an interest in this off-world trading company, which is oh, this new RTS that. that's out that looks really cool. And then that Hand of Fate game that I sent your way. Yeah, I might look at that. Looks really, really that's interesting. That's like a, like a deck-building adventure it, puzzle? It's like a deck-building dungeon crawler with uh, Arkham brawler mechanic. Yeah, that is apparently kind of mediocre on the brawler mechanic, but everything I've seen, I've seen probably six different Let's Plays of it, and they're all like, this game's awesome. It's so cool. It's so much better than yeah. anyone. Like, any one system here is, like, good but not great, but the whole package together is just phenomenal. Um, so I'm really interested in looking at that. How about you? Um, I might be playing some Smash Brothers. I've been getting into watching Smash Brothers videos again. Oh, yeah. Somebody might buy me Monster Hunter 4 for my birthday. I don't know. Is that's... that are you, is it me who might be buying it for you? I, I, I mean, I don't, don't want to be presumptuous. I'm I just... I don't think... That's not you. You'll buy it for yourself for my birthday. I am... I'm buying it for myself for my brother's birthday. If you <laughs> want to be on that list, too. You can buy it buy it for yourself for your brother's birthday and buy... No, no. Buy it for yourself for my birthday and buy it for me for your brother's birthday. There you go. <laughs> Wait, there. That'll, that'll work. <laughs> no, I think uh, that's the way to yeah, do Monster this. Yeah, Monster Hunter 4 is incoming. I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> I know. It's, I don't care at all. Wait, how did I, just, I described it to someone the other day. Uh, my cousin was trying to decide if he was going to get it to play a game with his wife. And he's, he goes, oh, we decided to get Pokemon. I said, what? You know, like raid style grind fests? <laughs> raid style grind fests. Um, I think we should end on that note. Yeah, that's I why I don't. I, that's why I love the Elder Scrolls. They're not raid style grind. Raid fests. style grind fests. Yeah. There you go. Um, done. <laughs> well then, since we're done, this has been almost focused. I'm Matt. I was Nathaniel. You're still Nathaniel. Yeah, I was trying to. I don't know. Tenses there, a little confusing. <laughs> Thanks for uh, Thanks. listening. Thank you.